Nikki Burnett, Taste Life Nutrition Radio, streaming live on KUHSDenver.com, having the best time and the best radio and the best guests on earth and loving every minute of it. What are we about? We're about truth in healthcare, truth in in self and awareness and in life and in relationships and in mental and emotional health and all of the things that are important to make this life as big and as bold and as beautiful as we possibly can. And we want to bring to you um, the, the people and the opportunities and the businesses that are out there doing amazing things, creating amazing goodness for people who can use their services or their light or their guidance or whatever the case may be. So for me personally, as a functional nutritionist, I work with people who deal with chronic situations or fertility issues, essentially. But that's my world. And so I love it when I learn who I am introduced and meet people who are really outside of that world but still have very much the same um light i think as 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 i do who want to be a light in the world and a light for people and a guide so today we have the amazing jennifer urezio uh who was supposed to be on a few months ago and there was an ankle break right <laughs> poor thing how's Very- your ankle <laughs> oh, it's all healed. It's all great. Oh, goodness. Um, you know, it aches when it rains. I know it. it's going to rain before anyone else does. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, that was a bit of a morning, oh. you know, 530, taking the dog off, and I've never broken anything. Oh, goodness. And so I was like, well, I heard it crack, and I was like, oh, my God, the pain. I was like, wait, I think I might faint. Is this what fainting is oh, like? Oh, no. And then I... Uh, Walked the three flights of stairs up, got dressed, walked the three three flights of stairs down, and drove my own self to the hospital because oh nobody was home but me. Oh, no. And then oh. I stopped being in uh, fear and flight, and I was like, oh, oh, my God, I can't get out of the car because I'm in so much pain. Oh, no. it, was a, it was an experience, and I think it opened up my receiving in such new ways. Um, so all said and done, I'm kind of glad I broke my ankle. That is, we talk, I talk about this a lot, and I think a lot of people have this same view as you do, is we go through these horrifying, terrible, crazy experiences, but what comes out of it is so often the most amazing, beautiful thing. You're like, that sucks because I don't want to hurt, but once you get through it and you move through it and you look back, you're like, ah, oh, okay, I get it, and thank you for the the hurt because I am bigger and better and all of the things so yeah I that's one of my favorite things is looking back um and not to not for you know a lot of people look back in regret um and that's not what I want to say I think that that's not a healthy place to be but looking back in understanding is is it's really beautiful it really is so good for you I want to hear a little bit about what you've learned um, here in a little bit. I think that would be pretty cool if, if we have the time and if you are willing to share. I think that would of be course. fun. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, so, as always, uh, we start the show with gratitude. Gratitude can change the world. Yes, that sounds um, simplistic or silly. That's fine. But if you take the time every morning to to be grateful for the things that you have, we all have things to be grateful for, or morning and evening or evening, whatever it is that works best for you, um, we can make things good. We can make things better. We can make big, massive changes. And so I start my day with gratitude. And today, you know, this week has been, for me, so full of gratitude. And Jennifer, we talked about this a little bit. But actually, I'm jumping ahead. I, I'm gonna, I, need to, I wanna let you go first, and then I can talk about my <laughs> own gratitude. <laughs> Look at me, hogging the mic. Um, oh. <laughs> it's your show, you can hog the mic. <laughs> So, Jennifer, what are you grateful for? You know, I, I've always been like this warrior nature, and I've always not really felt like I've had a, you know, a real community. And, and over the past couple of years, I realized how much community I have. And I'm really grateful for that. 
Um, and, you know, sometimes I forget and I think I'm this lone wolf and I'm not. Mm -hmm. And so today is really, um, there's been several experiences today that was like, wow, I'm so grateful for this community that I've created, that I've received. Um, and it's all sorts of community, client community, friend community, resource community, support teams, you know? Yeah. When I broke my ankle, uh, I had community from the dog park literally take my dog to the park because oh, uh, I couldn't I couldn't climb those stairs. Right. Uh, and that's huge. So I'm really grateful for community. Yeah, I love that. And I was taking a peek at your website and um, I saw your sort of your list of resources that you have in there um, and most of the names I recognized, which was really fun for me. I was like, oh, I know her and I know her. Um, but it's, it is this amazing thing, especially when you have some intentionality, I think, behind it, which is what I've learned to do as I've grown, is to be intentional about um, who I build my community with. Um, and I think it's, you know, you want those who are there to lift you and who you can lift. Um, and so often we can get stuck in these patterns where we're brought down which then kind of is kind of creates that vicious cycle of just bringing each other down and you know, grabbing feet and pulling and it just is so it, it can be just kind of a yucky place to be um and you know just like you said you know sometimes you do feel you know i work in my office by myself for the most part and sometimes you do feel that, that lone wolf and then when i have something if i need to to um, discuss a case or you know get input or if i need a a, a business question or whatever it is I'm like oh I know exactly who to go to right you know so it is a beautiful thing community is amazing so great good for you um for me and I as most of you know because I keep talking about it because it's well it's my birthday month <laughs> this is the last day of my birthday month um but I turned 50 on the 15th and the week after that, took a trip to St. Augustine, Florida. If you've not been there, it is fabulous and beautiful and fun and cooler than I expected it to be. Um, not as much tan, coming back with a tan like I expected to. Um, but I was surrounded by people who love me, which I was like, oh, you know, it's this cool thing. Because I, of course, love all of them dearly. And they took the, the, the time, this was about 18 people throughout the week who took their time and energy and money to come to, to fly across the country to hang out with me and celebrate and have a lot of fun. And so the gratitude that I have for the, the friendships that I've developed um, is, it really was a little bit even, and I told you about this a minute ago, Jennifer, is a little bit overwhelming as I sat there at this table watching everybody having fun and this massive group of people surrounding me and I just I literally choked up and then my husband's best friend says Nikki why don't you say something because he could see that I couldn't speak <laughs> and I was like just stop already <laughs> it was really funny but it was it was amazing and so much fun um, and so so grateful for the people that I've been blessed with in my life as you, whether it's friendships, uh, business community, um, healthcare community, it's uh, it's been a it's been a hell of a ride, that's for sure. So, um, so much gratitude and just grateful to God for all of it. You know, you know, it, you know, we go through the tough, and if we don't go through the tough, we don't know the good, and there's so much good. So, yay, Beautiful. yeah, yay. yeah. So. I want to start at the show as we typically do, and I love for people to give some insight as to who and why and what they are, you know, and all that is, you know, what brought you to to this place you're at, you know, what, you know, any struggles you want to share, but what it is that you do, how you help people, and why, you know, and what gets you excited, what makes you happy, you know, you know anything that you want to share. Yeah, well, thank you so much. So I started out in marketing and PR because I came out of art school and I was like, what am I going to do with this freaky little photography degree? And <laughs> um, I was really good at my job. 
and I really rose up. I, I would pitch media and I was in charge of getting people on national TV. But uh, I wasn't really allowed towards the end of my career to talk to clients because I would tell them the truth. And in oh, corporate no. America, right. And in <laughs> corporate America, yeah, nobody likes to hear the truth. Um, and so I knew that there was something bigger inside of me. So I started to ask big questions and pursue those kind of stepping stones. And it eventually got me to a conference where I was speaking about essential oils and life purpose. And I got off the platform and people were like, can you tell me about my guides and teachers? I was like, yeah. Can you tell me uh, you know, about this? Can you tell me about that? I was like, yeah, I don't know how I know, but I know I can do that. And I walked away with that conference with a couple things. One, with a list of clients for a business that wasn't yet and a the beginning of a new paradigm called soul language which puts tangibility to soul in the soul of a business so people can create a conscious connection so they can move from suffering to consciousness and that's what i'm all about i talk about connection 24 7 uh not because i'm so great at connecting but because i want to be and because I know that being connected to whatever you call your higher power, universe, tree, bod, god, cupcake, I don't care, uh, is the key to freedom. And I want to live a life of freedom. And so that was back in 2008. And I've been doing it ever since. And what I really do is help people create legacy by connecting to their soul so they can create freedom and receive and it's a fun time and no two days are alike. Mm -hmm. And um, I get to really talk really deeply to people a lot. I talked to somebody last night uh, for 15 minutes and they were like, wow, you went really deep in 15 minutes. I'm like, yeah, we're not gonna talk about the weather. We're gonna get straight <laughs> to the problem, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, like I've been called the liquid nitrogen of master intuitives, right? Really quick, really fast because I think there's so much time that we waste repeating that same pattern time and time again, yeah. just because we're, we don't know how to utilize our consciousness. We don't know how to utilize our connection. Um, so that's what I'm all about. You know, that's a very long story in a very condensed version, yeah. but yeah. that's who I am in a nutshell. I love that. I, and it, how interesting. Um, I think that I just love the way, Again, it's the looking back. You were you were talking about essential oils, and what else were you yeah. talking about? Essential oils and what? Life purpose. Life purpose. <laughs> and here you are. And if you have, I would tell anybody to go to to Jennifer's website because it's a cool website with thank you lots and lots of resources. And we'll post it in the in the comments. And you know, she will. Well, let's go ahead and just say what it is. It's just Jennifer. What is your website? It's soullanguage.us. Okay, great. Um, so don't leave the show yet. Go to it after the show. But <laughs> or if you can multitask, that's fine too. I do that a lot. Um, but it is a, it's it is full of amazing stuff. And what I love is you are you are speaking to the the, the person, the professional, the 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 you know what it is that we all want to strive to be in whatever that is. Right. And, you know, I think that we can't separate the personal and the professional um, if we are, you know, business people or entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. But yeah. um, I love that about what you do. And so I think my first question that I want to get into is what is soul language? I mean, as basic as it is, let's talk about that. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. Human beings love words and we love a structure. And so we need words to put what we know deep down inside. So what soul language does is it gives words to three core energies of your soul, your mission, how you fuel that mission, and then your soulful personality. And why do you want that? Because you already know it, but you don't have that human structure to really create a deeper connection. So when you have the words to put what you know deep down inside, that allows you to create a conscious connection. And in understanding your soul languages, I can give a one-liner to every soul on this planet. And what that does is that becomes your mild marker of consciousness. If you're not being and doing that, you're creating struggle. So I'll give you a tangible example. So my one-liner is I create balance for, for myself because it all starts at home and then for others with love, integrity, and courage. 
So at the beginning of my business, I would, cause I'm warrior energy. So, right. So I could work 15 hour days, right? Mm. So I'm working 15 hour days. And at one point I'm, I'm hysterically crying at my desk and I tune into my soul and that part of me that's called the equalizer, which is all about my mission, right? That's about really being balanced. That perfect formula of balance went, uh, you have no balance. How do you imagine to receive if all you're doing is pushing? Mm. And I, and at that moment, there was such freedom because I could act, the human could get on board and go, oh, wait, I can give myself permission to stop. I can give myself permission to be still. I can be balanced and get what I want. And it was a huge moment. So I shut off my computer and I went about my business. And the next day, like a whole bunch of opportunities were, were at my feet because I stopped pushing the energy and really stepped in the flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, another really tangible example is my business energy, which can be identified as well, is much different than my personal energy. Mm-hmm. The business energy is still and loving and compassionate and, and I'm like, let's get it done, right? right, right. And so I'm in the shower yelling at my business energy, like, where are my people? And where are my clients? And blah, blah, blah. And the business went, go to the beach. I was like, oh no, I got things to do. I got programs to send out. People mm-hmm. go to the beach. And I was like, fine. And I just put all my stuff in the bag, went to the beach, had a great day, came back and there was three new clients in my inbox. Aww. Right? So when people have this, this structure to put what they know deep down inside, mm-hmm. they can allow the mind, the human to follow the heart. And that allows you to be in the flow. That allows you to create what you want. That allows you to bend the universe and declare what you want instead of going against the grain that so many people do. It's true. And I think that the way that you you just made it so relatable, at least to me, <laughs> but I think you really made it relatable to, to everybody. Um, I, a quick story is, you know, being on vacation, you then – have to make up for being on vacation. And so I intentionally, you know, I had clients I needed to see and I booked back to back to back to back. And so, but there are of course things in the business that I needed to get done too. And so my husband um, left uh, left the house and I, you know, it was about six o'clock and I was, you know, I was a little bit tired. I think still a little hungover from just the, the flight and being gone and having fun, not thinking all of the things. And I thought, okay, I'm going to finish this one thing. And then I thought, no, I can do this one more thing. And I did this one more thing consistently till 10 (laughs) o'clock. And I got stuff done. But then I thought, and I told my husband that. He's like, you're an animal and you're crazy. And, you know, he was like, this is really not okay. (laughs) But I kept like, one more thing, one more thing. I can. It's easy, it's simple, because the more I get done now, the more I can get done tomorrow and the more I can get done the next day. And, and there's always more to do. There there's always yes. more. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think so often people are trying to be, they're trying to get in order to, that's not the equation, yeah. right? It's be, which is a conscious level, do a little, cause we're in charge of very little doing, even though we think we are in charge of a lot and then have, right? So many people don't know how to co-create with the universe, Mm -hmm. which is, hey, I'm following the next divinely inspired action. And the universe is bringing all the parts to me instead of me thinking that I have to bring all the parts to me. Every time I let go of attachment of how it all is going to work out, amazing stuff happens. But it's an ongoing practice between my humanness and my soul. Right. It's not a like, oh, I've done it. And now I set it and it's going to operate like that continuously. No, like if you want to create a life of freedom, then you get to really practice it and connect and decide what choice you're making. Are you making it from a place of wholeness and completeness or a place of scarcity? Yes. And I think most people are doing it from a place of scarcity. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. there's a whole war right now oh because some, yeah. some guy is scarce, right? right? Like that, I mean, that's an extreme example, right? But really let's look at, and, and for people who've been on the path for a while, it's really sneaky, mm-hmm. 
right? Mm -hmm. I remember um, I was in Florida like 20 years ago um, visiting my mom's sisters with my mom and we were all out to dinner with a whole bunch of their friends and the guy put bread on the table and I watched the bread come around. I was like, oh my God, there's not going to be enough bread. Oh my God, there's not going to be enough bread. And I paused. I was like, what am I doing? All we have to do is ask for more bread, but it was such a, a in my face, if I'm doing it there, how am I doing it all of these other places, so right? Yeah. And that's the moment where we get to tune in and ask our soul, okay, so how do we break this pattern? How do we nurture something new? What do we get to open up to, to know that we are worthy, that there's always enough? Mm-hmm. And that's an ongoing conversation. And I think it's um, way past meditation. I think... Yeah. So often people meditate and they're not engaging in a conversation with themselves and their higher power consciously. Mm-hmm. So I was just, it was kind of going right along the same lines as you when you said that is what, how can you, and I know that this, like you said, it's an ongoing conversation and you, you can't talk about all of the things that you do and how you help people in this one hour. And I know there's a lot to it. But are there, are, there, are there strategies or tips or things when you, when you say tune in to your consciousness, yeah. tune in to your soul? Things, I mean, it's like I hear you, but I don't understand you. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so first of all, the simplest thing people want to do every day is to make sure that they're grounded both earth and sky, Right. And so it's simple, divine intelligence, which is your body, align me, earth and sky. And then you could just tune into your heart and simply go, what do I need to know today? That's the most simple and complex question you can ask. And I always say, okay, make some notes, right? What do I need to know today? It could be as simple as bring an umbrella. And you're (laughs) like, but wait, it's sunny out. No, just bring an umbrella, right? Uh Or it could be something even more bigger, like, you know, understand that you're whole and complete, right? But make some notes and at the end of the day, go back and go, huh, I heard this and this is how it played out. So you can start to understand how your soul is speaking to you, right? It's about tuning into your heart. It's about listening for those leadings of soul. And they're gonna sound not like the hamster wheel, right? Not like Mm -hmm. your mind, not like fear right? Some of it is going to be really whispering, right? Mm -hmm. Until you have to hear it and it gets so loud or you put yourself in a situation where you're forced to hear it. That's usually happens when people get sick or, right? So, but just start to listen, just pause. The best time to do this also, if you want to establish a new connection or, or deeper connection with your soul, is to do it in the shower. Ask a question, go take a shower, and let it pop because your mind is busy. The water's flowing, that's connectivity, it's uh, flow and energy, right? And then you're gonna pop, here's something. So start to play with it, right? Don't, you don't want to, I think so often people fall into the chop, the trap of, well, I'm not getting visuals. Well, you might not be getting visuals Mm -hmm. because that's not the database that your soul is speaking to you through, mm-hmm. right? My soul gives me references for Star Trek and cartoons. Why? Because I love that stuff oh, and I wow. get those references, right? Uh-huh. So, you know, learn to understand how your soul is speaking to you. That's the first thing. And make sure it's it's not life and death here, mm-hmm. right? This mm-hmm. is something to play with. You're something to build the muscle around. Mm-hmm. Start to enjoy it. And... So often people will go, well, I think that's my mind talking. And I'm like, okay, so how long have you been hearing the same thing? They're like, most of my life. Yeah, that's not your mind, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. When you're, what, your mind is going to try to convince you into something or out of something, the soul is going to give you those things where it's like, hey, take this leap, move mm-hmm. forward, mm-hmm. you're enough, right? Mm-hmm. Love, right? We've all had those soulful moments. Mm-hmm. And so just start making note of them and, and paying attention to them a little more. So when you so when you talk about, you know, kind of being still and listening, is this something that you recommend? So, you know, a lot of people, so my practice is um, 
doing my prayer meditation first thing in the morning. Um, the only other time that I find that I want to go and do meditation, and I understand that you said it's beyond meditation, so I'm just kind of giving an example, but yeah. I, I go outside because if when it's warm outside, I can lay in the sun and literally just go. Connect. Okay. This is, it's the best thing in the world. We talked about that. That's right. We talked about that in our interview. Um, yeah. By the way, Stories with the Divine is uh, is Jennifer's podcast. It's divine. <laughs> it is. It's so much fun. Um, and we'll talk about that too. I want to give everybody all of your information. Point to that is I, I rarely make the time to do any other connection outside of connecting in business and and work and with clients and that kind of thing and being still. Um, so my question for you is, do you do you do you tell people? I would expect this to be the answer, but periodically throughout the day, especially when you're frazzled or whatever, is to sit back and, like you said, just ask the question. Just sit and, yeah. Yeah, I tell them several times. I say that you know, okay, you need your sacred time, mm -hmm. which is that dedicated time. Mm -hmm. uh, you need to be connecting in frequently right not just for your clients all of you master healers right there you know a lot of my people totally when they're talking with their clients they're right there but for themselves they kind of fall off right yeah, totally. so not just for your clients like before or after your clients just tune in go what do i need to know when you're making a business decision what do i need to know what information can my soul provide me here right? Several times a day. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you want to have that conversation with your soul and go, hey, what am I holding on to? What am I going to carry into the next day? That should be done, should in quotes, be done when you do your gratitude, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you're holding on, if you have attachment and you keep carrying it on, it becomes like some sedimentary rock. And so then you're building on a foundation that's cracked. So those are a couple ways to start to play. Uh, I'm always, I'm, I'm only see when I'm disconnected now rather than connected. Meaning like I'll go, oh, I feel a little icky. And then I reestablish my connection, mm. right? So you want to get to the point where you're like, oh, I'm feeling icky. Let me reestablish my connection. Or, hey, I don't feel so good. Or I'm, I'm there's a block here or that was really a situation where I didn't respond the way I wanted to. Let's reconnect and ask some questions. Your soul is your home base. Mm -hmm. And so by not utilizing it and having an ongoing conversation and being consciously connected, you're not utilizing, not you personally, Nikki, sure, but sure. you know, people aren't utilizing a lot of their power. And it makes everything a lot easier. There was a, there was a, we were in Paris. This was ancient time ago, me and my mom. And we were on a line to buy tickets for the subway. And I, I just got this feeling inside of me. And I moved her back towards the wall. And she's like, what are you doing? I was like, mom, I don't know. Please just stand there. And we moved back. And this woman had taken all, she had three kids with her. And she's taken all of her money for all of their monthly tickets and was putting it through the little slot and these kids came by and grabbed it. Oh. And if we were there, we would have been trampled on. Oh my goodness. Right? That's about listening. Mm -hmm. So often we hear all of this stuff and we don't take action on it because our mind can't understand it. Mm -hmm. But when you're talking to your soul, you're also building up that trust. And so when you get that pop, you listen to it. And that makes your life a whole lot easier. So, so amazing because <laughs> it's certainly a practice. Um, and, you know, when we had our first conversation. We talked a lot about this is, you know, it's a it's it's it really is making the time and, and taking the intention to to just do it, even if you have to set an alarm or because these are things I have to do, write myself notes, set alarms, you know, whatever it is that works for you. But to start creating those habits of of listening to yourself because I, 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 I'm getting better um, me for me personally in one of the things I think we talked about this too and I say this a lot is and I and I love it because I find it to be true every time I do it but I don't do it enough is um, I had a friend of mine who is on the show with me who said 
Um, uh, uh, prayer is talking to God and meditation is listening. So again, I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm separating, but maybe not separating meditation and just taking in, you know, listening to your soul. But um, when I actually just sit and be quiet and focusing, focus, literally take that and intentionally focus on what it is that it, he is trying to say to me, every time things come into my head and I went, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Didn't know that. It's, it's pretty phenomenal. Um, and if, if I were to do it and if, and if we all were to do it, you know, on a regular basis, it, I think it, it changes. For one, it changes our biochemistry, you know, sitting and listening and pay attention, paying attention and focusing inside instead of outside, you know, changes from the, 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 the sympathetic, you know, the fight or flight, the crazy, you know, you talked about that a little while ago, that fight or flight, which is, you know, the heart racing and the cortisol pumping and all of the stuff that gets us into, well, it gets us out of trouble or it gets us into trouble if it happens for too long, um, but brings it down to that, that, what's that rest and digest. The body can go in, it can digest food, it can be calm, and that's where we're meant to be. And um, so many of us live this life in fight or flight. Even if we don't realize it, we're living life in fight or flight. And it's, it's terribly damaging, physically, mentally, emotionally, relationally, all of the things. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, if you were to ask your soul, like, you know, if you would just pause and go, okay, what's creating the fear in me right now? Your soul would answer you. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you could go, okay, what do I, what can I do about it? And your soul would answer you. Right. And it doesn't have to be a whole big thing. You can have a conversation with your soul when you're walking the dog. Mm -hmm. Right. This is like, this is what people don't understand. And I think a lot of people don't talk to their soul because they're afraid of what their soul or the divine or God or Bob or cupcake or whatever you call it is going to say. So I'm going to just going to say right now that God, divine intelligence, Bob, whatever you're going to call it, is never going to tell you you suck. Never. <laughs> That's a good thing to hear. <laughs> right. And if your soul or the divine and the divine give you a big picture and you go, oh, guess what, God? I can't do that right now. Then you ask for a smaller option. Mm -hmm. And people don't understand this. Mm -hmm. And I think so often, you know, there's this, all of this stuff that is they brought forward from, you know, growing up about this deep connection mm -hmm. that's available to them that's actually preventing them from really understanding who they are on such a core level. And most people really do know. They just have masked it or denied it because, you know, little Bobby in the third grade was told by his teacher he couldn't do blah, 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 mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I think when we have those words, there's this instant permission that we grant ourselves to utilizing our essential nature and being who we are a hundred percent and it let it let's go of a lot of stress yeah and and really seriously none of us are being chased by a bear at the moment so mm -hmm. we don't really need that much fear and flight right right something that you said you know that i find interesting because i think this is, this happens to a lot of people and mm -hmm. it is that um that that consistent negative self-talk and so what, what triggered it for me when you just said, you know, God is not going to tell you you suck. So it's, it's under, in, in learning that <laughs> when you hear those words, this is not God talking to you. It is you talking to you, and it's detrimental. It's damaging. And, you know, you know that's a practice all in, in and of itself is abandoning entirely. Still, I'm still a work in progress. Um, but the negative self-talk. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. here's the thing. Here's the thing that there's a lot of metaphysical mumbo jumbo out there. So we're just going to break that myth. Okay. To abandon absolutely every self negative talk that you have in your head is impossible. Mm -hmm. Don't, right? You have to love yourself into submission. 
And I think so often people are trying to eradicate their thoughts that they're missing a huge opportunity to go, oh, first of all, who did that sound like? Did it, was it my voice or was it mom's voice? And what do I want to do with that voice? Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, I want to love it. I heard what you said, but that's not the truth of me, and I'm going to love you anyway. Right? Mm -hmm. It's much more powerful than, oh, my God, let me change that thought. But there's so much judgment there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, you know, when you do this, like, loving into submission, that part that just wants to be heard goes, oh, she hears me. I don't have to keep saying that. Let's do something else. Mm -hmm. Right. And that allows the, then the pattern to change. But here's the thing. When we're inviting more goodness into our lives, those negative, the, the, the biggest negative belief that you have, which is probably somewhere around not enough, not worthy. Right. That's most mostly sure. everyone's yep, yep. is actually going to come up again. And that's a good thing, because what that saying is, I feel separate here. And that's an indication that you want to experience more, mm. right? And I think most people look at that as judgment. Oh, my God, it's happening again. I, I haven't moved forward, blah, blah, blah. Now, I it's, I was like that, right? But now I go, oh, my God, great. Even though I'm in pain and suffering, I want more. Let me see how I'm being here so I can transform it or turn my choice somewhere else. Mm. And that's why understanding your soul so you can have that connection is so important because your soul is going to remind you, oh, Jen, we're at this point again. It's okay. Let's, let's start again. How much you're loved, how much you're supported. Or let's let that go and let's activate something new. Or, Jen, let's go have some fun, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's having that conversation. I also have literally a definition to show when I'm acting in a pattern-like way. So one of my soul languages is called graceful warrior. That's uh, how my soul prefers to go through life, okay? When I'm making war with everything, I know that I am utilizing that energy unconsciously. And then I can pause it and go, oh, wait, I'm making war with everything. Wait, let me activate safety in my body. And then let me take action from there. So it's kind of like I have a giant cheat sheet about when I'm, you know, utilizing my energy unconsciously and I can pause. And here's the thing. So I very rarely identify someone who has languages in common with me. Um, but a couple of years ago I did and I had to read the definition to someone. And I was like, one moment, please. And she's like, are you, I was like, I just want to laugh at myself because, hey, I just did that yesterday. And I didn't even realize until I was reading the definition sheet. As our consciousness grows, so does our ego on crack. It wants to maintain our safety zone, right? And that's okay, right? The easiest thing that anyone can do right here, right now, is to let go of judgment at least one time a day around themselves and your whole life would change. Amazing. I love this so much. Um, but I do need to take a quick break because we have an amazing sponsor, um, Cellcor. We've talked about them. They are fairly new, a few years now to the supplement world, um, but the most innovative company that I have come across to date. Um, they are backed by science, backed by research. Uh, they have clinical trials. They are amazing at, um, at getting to the foundation of health. And when I say that, what I'm talking about is actually addressing cellular dysfunction, mitochondrial dysfunction, allowing the body to work properly, energetically, all of the things and they're they're unique in the way that in in the delivery system that they utilize to get certain minerals herbs whatever the case may be energetics into the cells and then supporting the mitochondria which of course those are those are kind of the the, the basics you know even into the you know our genetic codes to to allow for healthy expression 
Um, and I, I'm, I'm so grateful to them. They have um, changed the way that I practice uh, for a large part of my practice because they are so good at what they do. I'm, I'm super excited to, to know them um, and excited that they're a sponsor. And I wouldn't be me if I didn't say that a large part of our problem problems go back to parasites and worms and we're missing it we're missing it when we don't address these things when we have these chronic conditions diseases infertilities hormonal dysfunction and we think we're getting it straightened out and it just comes back and we think we're getting it straightened out and it just comes back if we don't address the root cause then we're not going to be able to truly repair and balance the body um, so this also goes, so yes, parasites, worms, it's environmental toxicities, it is, um, you know, molds, infections, there's so many things that are deep in our body that we are missing. And um, Cellcore is the company to date that has the ability to, to reach a lot of that. So good stuff. Thank you to Cellcore and thank you for being a sponsor. And, okay, let's move on. So. <laughs> I am Good totally stuff. going over to their site when we're done here. <laughs> it is a fun site. You know, kind of like I was talking about with, I mean, if, if you like research, and most people who I talk to do, but, um, you know, you have a site that is full of amazing blogs and resources. And I, I, I have a, some quotes here. They're like, that's too good not to just copy-paste onto my notes. Um, but they are, they are um, full of science and information and 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 resources and research on their site uh which is it's i think it's it's important for one to be backed by science we have a lot of companies who you know it, it data is can be expensive <laughs> can be really expensive and when you have companies and we have a few really good ones who do this um who take the time spend the money and really are you know back up their their what they say with the research um it's it's really important uh and so uh i love that i love it when people have good resources on their site i think i have pretty good resources on my site too which i love um and you know we want to get good stuff out there that's what the show's about is getting good stuff out there and good people out there and it just makes me happy i was actually just sitting there listening to you going i have the best job <laughs> <laughs> Really no, cool. Nikki, I have the best job. <laughs> I love it. So I was, I, I'm sitting here looking at my notes. And so when the things that I come up with, and so I, I think, I, you know, moving in, so I don't know, we've kind of been all over the place with the personal as well as with the business. But there are things that I wrote down when, you know, part of my notes is, you know, how does this apply you know, all of the things that we're talking about, how does it apply to the entrepreneur, to the CEO, to the business person? And there are a couple of things that you wrote down. I mean, I actually have a whole list of things that I, that I wrote down, but are from your website. And so one is having a sustainable business is more about being than doing, um, which you're like, and we did talk about that, but it's that, it's that hard thing about you, about constantly doing. And then beyond that was success doesn't happen in a vacuum and you can stop chasing your business. And that's a hard one sometimes to grasp. And I don't know if I'm, if I'm backing up over too much over things that we already talked about, but these things that you have on your website, I think they, can re they really hit home because that's what we do, I think, so often as entrepreneurs is you have to go and you have to do and you can't stop. And um, it can be a tough, tough, um, a tough thing to, to, to do, like you said, and go to the beach. Yeah. I, you know, here's the thing. We entrepreneurs, uh, and every business is the same way. Everything happens twice, right? Once in the intangible and then in the tangible, okay? So when we call in a business, we call in a business that is just pure consciousness. It's a thing before it's a physical thing, right? Mm -hmm. And when we put our own pain and suffering into that energy, it will act consciously or unconsciously. And I think so many entrepreneurs think that they are their business and they're not. Mm -hmm. It has its own agenda. You can have a conversation with that energy. And what I've noticed for me that 
when I stopped playing tug of war with my business, when I stopped putting unconscious energy in, it just wants to be successful. It's already mm -hmm. designed to be successful. And so often people are chasing it because of lack. Well, when you start to chase things and put lack into everything, that's what you're going to get back. Mm -hmm. And we've all had that moment where we've, someone has been talking to us and we all go like this, right? Because <laughs> for some reason we might not be able to put it into words, but we want to run screaming from the room, right? What I teach my clients is to align their voice and their vision. So people go, okay, I heard what you said and I get it. But also, I don't know why I need to talk to you, but I heard your voice and I need to talk to you, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's when you're, you're aligned with your consciousness and your, your business. That's what you want to put into it. And I think so uh, we're, we're kind of still in the 50s when it comes to that kind of stuff about drive and go and yeah. create and yeah. do um, when it's not really about that at all. When, you know, a grass never needs to be taught how to grow. It mm -hmm. grows into a grass. Mm -hmm. And if you're putting pure consciousness into your business, it will grow just the way that you imagined it to be because that's the way it's been designed. And I think so often we just put pain into everything we do. Um, and so that's my philosophy when it comes to business. And it's worked since 2008. So... <laughs> I gotta be doing something right. So how did you, and, and this is maybe a, a little bit of a silly question because I just can't help it. Um, how is it that you get from a place where you, you just sort of started a business out of a talk and become so comfortable with how to build a business because the business is going to build itself essentially, right? Because it's already being being built because that's what you want it to be um, or maybe what it wants to be um, and so it is it's this interesting how what is it that I don't even I really don't know what I'm trying to say except I'm trying to understand maybe for myself because you know again it's always a work in progress I totally I totally get you <laughs> so here's what a couple things that I had going into this business okay I had a great foundation mm -hmm. meaning I knew what marketing was I spent 17 years in marketing and PR mm -hmm. I learned business from the best uh, including my best friend uh, Aaron Saxon who's a remarkable businesswoman right so I had great foundation mm -hmm. I also knew how to ask for help okay. so if I didn't know how to do something I would either call somebody or call somebody who knew somebody mm -hmm. Okay. I didn't expect to do it all myself. Yeah. All right. I knew what my role in my business is to this day. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I am the content driven person. I am the creator. Yes. I could do the website and I have done, and I continue to do some of it because I like to play with that. Mm -hmm. Right. But I also know that I am not the accountant of my business. Okay. So I know my role and I think going into business, most people, from a scarcity mindset, mm -hmm. think that they have to do everything in their business and then it falls flat because they're not in their channel of their consciousness, right? I also know that every business needs support teams, right? right. And so early on, I met someone who taught me how to have uh, a board meeting with my business, right? So I would periodically sit down at a giant table with little uh, like stickies all around going, okay, so now I'm the marketing person. What do we want to do in marketing, right? Okay. To be in that engagement conversation. Okay. Um, you know, I think so often people think when they're creating a business from the ground up that they have to start large, right? Mm -hmm. They have to have a website and they have to have this and they have to do that. I had clients before I had a website, wow. right? Mm -hmm. Right, so it, that's because that's the way, that was the opportunity that was put in front of me. Mm -hmm. You also really want to stay true to the mission and the why of your business and really focus on that a lot and really ask yourself, if I be and do this thing, does it align with my personal mission and the mission of the business? Because I said yes to a lot of things that weren't in alignment and wasted time, mm -hmm. right? So don't say yes unless it's really in alignment. And I think when someone's starting a business, they say yes to a lot of things. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and honestly, for six months, I was talking to uh, the gurus because I thought and I could tell that the gurus needed soul language. Uh, the gurus don't need anything. They think they have everything. So I was like talking to the wrong people. Yeah. Right. And it's not about finding your business avatar. It's actually talking to the energy of your business, which I love to do with clients. Right. Okay. So it's really about finding those support, finding those systems, creating those structures and listening to your business. Right. And it's a delicate balance of bringing the intangible into tangible and you have to put your mind uh, so it follows your heart. You can't have your mind running your show or running your business because it will run it into the ground. That it's, it's really profound because I think that's what we, a lot of us want to do is just go by what our mind is telling us and not take the, as, as we just keep saying, and I don't mean to be repetitive, but is, is not sitting back and just saying, okay, talk to me, you know, tell me what it is, you know, whether it's in, in prayer or meditation or listening to your heart or, you know, all of, all of the above. Um, so this has inspired me, truly inspired me to really find that, to just take the time to eat throughout the day is really what I mean, because I do pretty well about my morning meditations and my summertime, you know, outside meditations. Um, but just to take that time to sit, because I don't. I'm getting better about not eating my meals in front of my computer. As a nutritionist, this is what I teach. <laughs> <laughs> so I am getting better about that. And so I, you know, I think that that's another thing I, I would like to think is another good takeaway is it's the baby steps. And it's the baby steps that get you moving and the baby steps that, that take you forward. And the little, the, those, that little bit of intention, you know, my intention to not be, to not take my meal to my computer and to sit and play with the dogs or go outside and sit in the sun. And then to, if I'm feeling stressed or overwhelmed, that's the time I shouldn't keep going. That's the time I need to sit back and, and ask the question and listen. Um, and I love that. Yeah. This has really been inspiring. Thank you. Yeah, you know, well, you're welcome. You know, listen, if I didn't listen to my soul and my heart, I would have done that interview with you when I broke my ankle. Like my mind was like, no, 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 let's get it done. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. Let's don't let anyone down. Oh my goodness. And my soul went, no, you're not going to be able to do it. You have to, you have to reschedule now. Oh. And, you know, living life by, you know, dictatorship of your mind mm -hmm. never ever supports you and uh the movie what about bob where he baby steps things if that no one's seen it you guys should see it it's hysterical but he takes baby steps baby steps bob's baby steps and he baby steps his way from new york city to new hampshire right oh. you can really go far with baby steps and you know i think so often we judge the the movement we're making because our mind has some other location in mind, mm -hmm. right? It's really about understanding what your big vision is and asking your soul each day, what do I get to be and what do I get to do to bring that into the tangible? That's so great. I, uh, it makes, there, there's, I, I'm, I'm seeing situations where I, one in particular, and it doesn't matter to go into it, but when you said you, you knew, you, you, keep, you always keep wanting to move forward. But then you hear, you, you can't, you know you can't, just take care of it now. And so I, it's, it's so interesting when you think back and go, yeah, I see. <laughs> you know, so I would, I, oh, go ahead. I think the moment I really decided to listen to my soul was when I left my wallet at the airport. Oh. So I'm at the airport checkout and my wallet keeps blinking at me. I was like, I don't have time to talk to you. I got things to do. And I go through checkout. I'm all the way up to where my plane is and the water bottle in the refrigerator is blinking. I'm like, I got water. I don't need to buy water. And it's like, I was like, fine. And I go to get my wallet and it's back on the counter. Oh, Right. I got it. And the funny thing is the woman was like, we've been paging you for an hour. I was like, well, I didn't hear anything. Right. <laughs> but that's the moment where I decided, okay. So interesting. I'm going to slow down and I'm going to listen mm -hmm. because I'm not going to go through that panic again. Yeah. Oh, 
right? <laughs> oh my goodness. I love that story. It's really great. Thank I would you. love to hear what your, because you said uh, when you broke your ankle that there were things that you learned from that experience. And I'd be super curious to hear a couple of things that came out of that. Yeah. So um, now I have a boot on, okay? Mm-hmm. It's 10 o'clock at night and I'm three flights up, okay? So I walk three flights down with my boot to take the dog out at 10 o'clock at night. And my landlord comes out and he's like, Jen, what? Why didn't you why didn't you call me? I would have taken the dog out. And I was like, well, and he goes, and why aren't you wearing any shoes? Cause I didn't have the shoe on the other foot. I was like, I don't know, Marlon, I just went crazy and I just wanted to get it done. And I was, and then I realized how afraid I was to ask for help. Mm-hmm. And so I said, okay, I'm not going to be afraid. Mm-hmm. And I asked for help. I asked for so much help from that moment forward because there was things I just couldn't do, yeah. right? I couldn't go down at five o'clock in the morning to walk the dog. I couldn't do laundry. I couldn't go grocery shopping, you know, for at least a couple of weeks until I got more stable. There was just things I couldn't do. Mm-hmm. So the biggest lesson I learned was really, I was safe to ask for help. And it was up to them, the person I was asking, whether they could do it or not. Sure. And it wasn't because they didn't love me or they didn't like, it wasn't that, right? Mm -hmm. So it really opened up my receiving across the board. And I also learned, God, in a bigger way, I am freaking determined. And when I declare something to happen, it happens fully and completely. Mm, I love that. That's amazing. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So I want to, I want you to, Give people kind of, you know, well, for one, yes, how to find you. We talked about your website, so we're going to talk about that again. But I know that you have, where's my, you have, uh, you have a couple of books. You have an amazing blog. You have memberships. You have all of the resources. You have uh, the Spiritual Renegade platform. So much you have to offer. It's amazing. Let's talk a little bit about that. Well, I, th- I think that people should go to soullanguage.us. You can sign up for a discovery session where we can actually talk and one of your soul languages will be identified. I think that's the best way for people to have an interaction so they understand how powerful the tool is. It's my gift. There's no attachment. Um, you can sign up for the blog and you can sign up for the newsletter. And you can also download a book. When you sign up for the newsletter, I give you a free 30 Days to Freedom book. Um, so those are all really good groovy ways to interact with me. So uh, the more, the merrier. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. And Thank you. I am, uh, I can't believe it, it always feels like an hour flies by. But this was, for me, it just is, you know, every time I talk to you, it's I have these constant ahas. I have, you know, my notes that I was writing as you, <laughs> you were talking. <laughs> I'm going to take and take back with me and start implementing. Um, So I'm just grateful for you that you joined. I hope that you'll come back again and we'll get to play and talk some more and have more amazing discussions. You have such amazing stuff to share and I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for you and that you came on. And I hope that all of you will really think about going to her website, checking out what she does and, and what she can do for you, for people you know and love. Um, you know, we are we are really wanting to help bring goodness and love and light, and it's people who like Jennifer who are really making big differences for people. So, um, for me, of course, this is Taste Life Nutrition Radio streaming live on KUHSDenver.com. You can find me at everything Taste Life Nutrition. <laughs> so tastelifenutrition.com, uh, Taste Life Nutrition on the Facebook, on the s- Instagrams, all of the things, all of the social media. You can go to my website, fill out a free assessment, and it will give me some insight as to what's going on in your body. And I'll reach out to you personally and we'll chat about it. We'll see if we might be able to help a little bit or if there are things that we can do to refer you. I have amazing people who I can refer to uh, for all kinds of good things. So um, and of course, we have the group coaching. We have our Body Bliss 
course that is super fantastic that I've co-created. Um, and, you know, so many great things that uh, have been, you know, the, so many blessings, uh, I, I believe. So uh, thank you again. I don't mean to keep stumbling over my words. My husband pointed out that I kept saying, uh, the other day. I was like, I really try not to do that. But <laughs> always a work in progress. Um, so thank you again for joining. We will see you in a week. And uh, as always, 10 a.m. Mountain Time, Taste Life Nutrition Radio. We'll see you later. Bye, guys.